And now we return to the final part of Good Boys Visit Marrakesh. Well, here we are. Yes, here we are. Here we are in Marrakesh. We are good boys in Marrakesh. Oh, let's buy a rug. Yes, it's famously the only way to stop rug merchants from bothering you. Oh no, here one comes now. Did you good boys say rug? I've got rugs for sale. Big rugs, little rugs, round rugs, brown rugs, square rugs, bare rugs. Every kind of rug the human brain can conceive of. Have you got a green rug? I don't have a green rug. Can I interest you in a square rug? I could go for a square rug. Very good, sir. That will be 200 euros. Not so fast. I heard you boys want a rug. That's true. We're actually in the process of buying a rug. It's a green one. Green! You don't want a green rug. What you want is a tiny, tiny blue rug the size of a stamp. Hmm, that sounds like an unlikely rug. I want it. Me too. Take a hug. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Take a hike, green rug man. Okay, fine. But you'll regret it. You good boys will regret not buying a green rug in Marrakesh. And that was Good Boys Visit Marrakesh. Thank you, you're listening to the BBC World Service. And normal broadcasting transmissions will resume now. Wacky wacky time with regular features. Hello and welcome to Regular Features. Uh, I've just been listening to the finale of that of the Good Boys Visit Marrakesh. Terrible. Terrible. What was that even about? Radio 4's gone down the fucking shitter. Uh, I'm Matt Lees. I'm joined by Joseph Scrabbles. Hello. You know, the thing I was most upset about with that Good Boys Visit Marrakesh, mm? all the descriptions of the other rugs rhymed, but he didn't say, t- he said tiny, tiny rug when he should have said tiny, shiny rug. And that's... <laughs> for- what I've was, wasn't it? A di- I don't want to get deep into. I know this isn't an analysis. It's not the Talking Dead for the Good Boys Visit Marrakesh show. Mm. Or was, is it now? Now it? you said it. Is it? I'm Stephen Redgrave, <laughs> and I'm hosting the show about Good Boys. Now, the thing I want to bring up in regard to the tiny shiny rug uh-huh. was that not a different merchant saying that, and as such, is he bound by the merchant's rhyming code? That's true. Maybe he's just. Repetition of adjectives, rug merchant. Well, because he was a rival rug merchant. Maybe I needed to sort of. Was this the only episode? Maybe I needed to sort of. You know, it's a long running. This is like the 400th episode. Don't tell me you just tuned in for the final episode after 400. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm like one of those celebrities they invited onto the walking talking. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't know the whole thing? (laughs) The walking talking, (laughs) dancing, (laughs) all singing, dead. I recommend reading. I do recommend reading the books first. I mean, they are different. I appreciate what they've done with the radio play, but it's not the same. It's just nice that through it all, the the boys remain unremittingly good. Mm, And in Marrakesh. Yes, they never leave. Should be good boys in Marrakesh. There's no yeah. indication of where they're from or where they're visiting from. Is it a visit after 400 hours? Yeah. I, I would buy a rug in every single episode. It doesn't keep the merchants away. No, I did expect I like to find that, out. Though. I did expect to find out where they were from in the finale. If I had one criticism of 
the good boys. Well, it's like David out. Lynch, isn't it? You know, you kind of get used to it after a while, the fact that all of these new plot threads and all of these twists, you, you, you kind of spend a long time looking for resolutions. Um, but actually, it's more about intrigue. It's more about kind of uh, surrealism. Mm. It's all about the writing. I mean, and the writing in that was uh, really good. <laughs> <laughs> and I, would say, I don't know who take, wrote take it. it. <laughs> take from that what you will read as to <laughs> which that was. <laughs> Hey, boys, what's going on? How's it going? That was a silly little introduction that we had. Oh, there, but so let's silly. get serious for a moment yes. because... You know what you've just done? You pulled the rug from the reader's <laughs> eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's where rugs are often laid. Why are rugs eyes. always over people's eyes? They're not. Wool is over eyes. Rugs... What are they made of? Under the scales. <laughs> Which you, then drop to reveal the wool that you have over your eyes. Scales and wool. I'd buy a rug made from scales and wool. Yeah, that sounds dope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, Matt Lee's uh, youth correspondent. <laughs> I don't know where that come, came from. I don't think I've ever said that. <laughs> but I genuinely want, really want uh, uh, one of those rugs. So hook me up. Scales and wool. Yeah, man. I bought a hallway runner only yesterday. <laughs> Has he stopped running? <laughs> I left the front door open. I haven't seen him since. <laughs> uh, uh, ooh, I wish I'd planned that as a Hang joke. On, what, is a, what is a hallway runner? Is it like a draft excluder? It's like a long rug. And I hope you know. I hope you realise how long it was from the way I said the word. It was a really drawn out. <laughs> oh, I was in Dunelm and I walked between two carpets that were hanging off long rods and I found the world how, between the carpets <laughs> it was amazing how long were the long rods they yeah. didn't seem very long it seemed like a very short well it's, I can't I can't gesture long a longer carpet rods. than my arm unless I point to where the carpet ended sure. um, but it, I'd say the carpet was nine foot from the floor it was a high rug and it was about I'd say about two metres deep so as I edged between the rugs I became increasingly prone to people browsing the rugs on the outside, which is because the rods they were on were swinging. So you come up walking a little bit, and it's nice because it's like you're walking between two friendly dogs. <laughs> but the further in you go, the tighter it is you get. And you know that if you trap your thumb in the door hinge, mm-hmm. a little bit of pressure on the outside of it can crush your thumb to shit and bits. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, there, well, so- I, there I was in the da- most dangerous part, I dare say, of any Dunelm. So if two people, <laughs> two people have browsed at one end, I, you'd just be guts my, on the My other. guts would have squirted firmly out of the cone and into... Smashing a, through the walls. Of a, the length in of, a one-horse open sleigh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, so I, I'm lucky glad to, you survived yeah. this situation. Like, this seems like... People started were... browsing and I, and I emerged slightly panicked-looking <laughs> and startling an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> you just pushing 40... your way through a wall of slow cookers. Get it out! <laughs> that forty-three-year-old man was hiding in the carpets. She said, <laughs> and that's how I know I'm still alive and having fun. So, um... <laughs> so the other day, I finally, after thinking about it for a long time, I went, I went canvassing for the Labour Party, knocking on doors for like four hours. Did you? Yeah, I ah. did. Uh, doing doorbells most people you, don't answer the doors where'd you go tooting which is just down the road tooting I went a tooting 
What's the and then um, I went Labour cans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other yeah, thing. I'm gonna make an IBS joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> IBS isn't funny, Steve. Oh no, no it is quite funny. Rooten Labour Vooten. Labour Vooten. And uh, yeah, it was fine. Is it, it marginal? Uh yeah, it is a bit. Putin. Or are you wasting your time? Wasting my it is a bit because it was Sadik Khan's uh area. This isn't even my feature. I didn't really have anything interesting to say about it. I just thought I'd mention it. It's quite fun. Is he still uh, an MP? Uh, well, he's the mayor of London now, so he had but to you don't, you step don't away. To, you don't have to give up being an MP. Well, he it. decided he was going to do a bang-up job of being the mayor. So Lazy, he... lazy <laughs> Jew. <laughs> I assume he's Jewish with a name like Sadiq. <laughs> that shouldn't be as funny as it is. Anyway, um, he's been replaced by uh, Rosina Alan Khan. Same surname, different. Alan Carr. Well, <laughs> oh, he's going to win. Yeah, he's great. He's very but, um, popular. The Tories, um, apparently, because it will be embarrassing, they were trying to make, they're trying to embarrass Sadiq Khan. Uh, so they've pumped loads of money as trying to win it just because they, they want to be like, oh, you've lost token year old. Because basically, politicians are all like children. Um, but it was interesting. I, I, I'm saying this not because I don't have anything interesting to say about it, really. I don't have anything funny to say about it. I just say, if you thought about doing it, give it a go. Mm. Do it this weekend. It's not too late. Election is not quite yet. It's a lot less frightening than you think. Sometimes you just come out and you have people who just want to talk to you about things that matter to them. And well, that's the best way to do it. Don't preach at them. Just say, oh, what is that? How, what, yeah. what, what do you want to talk what about? What issues are important to you? And sometimes people come out and they're like, I really want to talk to you about this because I'm really angry about something locally. And you're like, I don't know anything about that. Did but you I'll say glocally? Glocally. That's a nice con- Globally and locally. Mm. You've got I to care think about glocally. Issues. <laughs> global issues are. <laughs> I said global? No, I said global. Yeah. No, I said local. No. Um, also, yeah, if, if, if you're going door to door to support Labour, um, feel free to lie to people. If an old person's concerned yeah. about literally anything, just tell them it'll be fine. Exactly. Just lie to their faces. Just do a little Labour. You did an old lady. Have a nice little labour. Yeah. Not a nasty Tory. <laughs> do a nice labour. So, so when they're in the voting booth, they'll see the thing and just go, labour, Tory. And they'll go, oh, no. And yeah. they'll take that. Yeah, that man said Tory in a scary voice. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those things where a lot of people who've and moved to... And to fucking kill me if I voted <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> a lot of people who've moved to that area with money, who've bought houses, like clearly earn a lot of money. And we did, they, we did speak to a few Tories and it was interesting. They just didn't want to... They didn't want to... They were friendly enough, but that when you said, oh, do you, do you know, do you mind us asking why, why are you going to vote for Conservatives? They're just like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. And it's interesting because it's like, really, they, everybody knows at this point, there's nothing you can say. It's like either like, I'm a bit racist or I've got money. And that's neither of those things sound good. It seemed to be the people who only really want to talk about it were people who were a bit racist, really, because they don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I think everyone well, is like, I don't want to pay tax. Let's face they it, know. their voices have been kept quiet for so long now. They, I know. They, they just want to. Not allowed to speak. <laughs> Why will no one let all these people on Question Time forever speak? Um, but yeah, do it. It's, it's good. And uh, it's quite... It's quite nice, even if you do have some strange things. At one point, one man was furious about the idea that Trident would get removed. And he says, he kept saying, when people drop nukes on us, what are we going to do, eh? Not going to let us them back, are we? And I'm thinking, I kept, I kept wanting to go, if people drop nukes on us, nothing matters. <laughs> like, literally nothing. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, that is... You should have said that. That's quite a good argument. Yeah, I know, but he was, he was, he was quite elderly and quite repetitive. And I thought, actually, this is going nowhere. But um, 
Yeah. Oh, he still thinks hiding in a mattress can help. I think he? so. I think he was one of those people. That I thought I, if he's that, that terrified about nukes, I don't want to inform him what they do. Well, if I'm going <laughs> to ruin his weekend, if I'm going to be hiding under a makeshift fort for two weeks, then I want the fucking Russians to be hiding under them as well. <laughs> exactly, uh, under a kitchen table. But no, that was uh, fine. But obviously, I've had much more severe things happen to me since then. Um, I asked my wife to give me a haircut. Uh, I begged her really, because I really wanted to have less hair on my head. Is that, that's what happened to you? Is that why you're wearing a hijab now? Yes. I'll take it off. Hang on one second. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, basically. (laughs) Sorry, I'll just wait till Locke's finished. Actually revolting. I'm sorry. (laughs) I can put it back on if you want. Would you mind? Okay, one second. Put it on backwards so I can't even see your eyes, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Your eyes remind me of your hair. <laughs> oh, God, I can see a slot of his back head hair. Okay, no, squeeze it in. Okay, fine. I can't see anything now, but I'll just try and carry on. Listen, Matt, why doesn't your wife love you? I don't know, Steve. <laughs> I, no one knows the answer to that question. I've asked everybody. Um, Except her. I've, I can't ask her. She won't tell me. She's very wily like that. No. <laughs> Listen, the thing is, like, I I cut my own hair last time, and then she kind of fixed it up. And this time I was like, well, maybe I'll just cut my own hair again and let her fix it up. And she was like, no, don't do that. You make a mess of it. And she gave me a haircut. And it's fine, right? It's fine. But actually, I don't like it as much as the time that I did it, and she fixed it. Um, and the problem is, I found, when somebody gives you a haircut, and it's somebody close to you, what do you do about it? Well, you're locked in a mutual politeness yeah. thing, aren't you? Exactly. Neither you or her can address how bad your hair is, but everyone else in the world can see it and say it. <laughs> this is a serious <laughs> thing. Matt's just shit hair. <laughs> just, just hope that she never listens to this yeah. episode of the podcast. Exactly. I'm, 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 I'm running this, running this into the podcast uh, via the the Stuart Protocol. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> under the, under, <laughs> that means basically, hopefully she won't ever listen to it. If you're somebody who knows Emma and listens to this, please don't tell her. Because All the stuff I've said that's incriminating is scattered over 250 episodes. I know. He was never going to bother his ass listening to. Well, I got in trouble because she used to cut my hair for me quite frequently. And then one time she wanted to try something new and she kind of tried to do a fringe thing where she like cut it at the front. <laughs> Um, but she didn't realise that with my hair, it's really just... politically fringe shit. <laughs> <Some> fringe <laughs> Real <movement>. conspiracy bollocks. <laughs> but it was like this weird blunt stop at the front, and it was very odd, and it took a long time to grow out. Um, but after that, she was like, well, I'm not doing it again, I'm not doing it again, because you were mad last time. And I'm like, okay, so I kind of, I'm not, I, I don't want to say anything, because it's not bad by any means, but it's like, I don't don't want to get in trouble. Don't want to make it's her bad. sad. Oh, please, Steve, stop reminding me how bad it is. I'm just trying to, deceive myself all right that's all i want it'll grow back i know very quickly i'm like a mutant but no this is a problem like people having a bad haircut i want to touch it you I'm, i don't think it's safe log I'm please put my fingers in it log. how much can i lose of my hand in my hand oh, that's yeah. you can keep, your god it keeps going hand in there jesus christ i'm up to the knuckles there you go that's not my hair that's not my fingers. <laughs> All right. That's a callback to episode seven, I think. <laughs> Having bad hair is a big issue. It's a big emotional issue for lots of people. So a lot of people refer to it as FOMO, which is uh, stands for fear of mullets. Oh, no. Uh, but that obviously has only specific types of hair. But more seriously, it's hairdo smorphia and hairdo sphoria, which is when you've got hair that you feel isn't yours 
or hair that just makes you depressed. <laughs> hair that isn't yours. <laughs> hair that you don't feel is yours. That, no, that, I think I think you hair... You don't feel like you're in the right hair. Yes. Yeah, hairdo's morphia. I think I've coined that. I think that's quite good. Mm. It's when you've had a new haircut and you look in the mirror and you're like, this isn't the right haircut for me. And usually after a couple of days, you're fine with it. But whenever you get a new haircut, everyone's had that right here. Everyone's had like, what have I done? Maybe not you, Locke. You've done some fucking I'm, mad things with your hair. I just, I think I can pull anything off, really. Yeah. Anything to distract people from my awful body. <laughs> the That's the, the higher up on the body that they're looking, the better, generally. <laughs> Focus on the atrocity up here, please. <laughs> right, whose phone is going off? This is obnoxious now. It's, it's Log. Jesus. You made me bring it in here to read that bloody script. Yeah, you're right. You always have phone. Anyway, I've got some some brief suggestions because I've I've did some research online. I was like, what do you do? What do you do when you've you've been given a haircut that you don't want by somebody very close to you? What do you do? I did Google how to get rid of unwanted hair. Why don't you just Photoshop your hairstyle onto her and say, how the fuck do you like it? <laughs> That's good. That's not in this, but it should be. Um, yeah, don't Google how to get rid of unwanted hair. It's not. It's not. You don't get the answers you want. Um, but yeah, what you, this is one of the first things you could try. Carefully enjoy a small portion of the haircut. Wait until no one is looking. Then wrap the haircut up in a napkin and just slide it into your pocket. And then later you can put it in the bin. Is that how to steal butter from Costa? It's, it's interesting that that's what you think it is, yeah. That says more about you than what I said, I think. Why is there so... Is there butter in Costa? If you have toast, yes, they give you an egg. They, oh. they give you anywhere from three to five, six point two gram packets. Of pa- <laughs> oh my god! Pats. Yeah, you, you pats. Is that what they're called? I don't know. They're foil wrapped packets of Ooh. butter. Yes, domino sized slabs of butter. I'm, I'm firm believe that one and a half packets is enough per slice. But my mother will not have less than two. Oh, anyway. I think yeah, I think they're a little bit skimping. They skimp on the butter. Skimp, but, but if you but if you do go to different branches of Costa, you'll find that the default is anywhere between three and five. And I just think there should be some kind of email from HQ, just just for consistency's sake. Uniform. I think it's amazing you know so much about this when no one else here really seemed aware that butter was available. And also, make sure you say Marmite, otherwise you'll get marmalade. Hang on, what are you ordering in Costa? Toast and Marmite in the morning. It's a thing that Welsh old ladies do, and I learned it from them and, t- and brought it to Britain. <laughs> <laughs> That's outstanding. Joe, would you like to read the second uh, suggestion? It's the one at the top there. Okay. Make this a bit more interactive. Mm-hmm. You exclaim, this haircut is delicious. I really must have some more. Excuse yourself to go to the bathroom with the apparent intention of looking at your haircut in the mirror for a moment. Slide your haircut into the bin. Easy. <laughs> so just pretend you're getting more. Actually, you put it in the bin. Do you want to do the next one, Steve? Yeah. <clears throat> Thank your friend for the haircut, but not too much. After they have left, quietly place the haircut in a cupboard. Slide it back onto your head next time they come around, and they'll be none the wiser. Alternatively, Give it to a friend who might like it, or slide it straight into the bin, and next time they come around and exclaim, Oh, that haircut you gave me, which I loved, broke. No, it's fine. <laughs> I have a new one now. Look. But it's a shame, because I did like it. <laughs> That's another way you can get rid of a haircut. So if you've got to open the bin, so when they do come round, they say, Why has your bin got 
the haircut I gave you and is wearing it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the idea that anything you put it on, it like absorbs it like it's a sort of Banjo-Kazooie character. <laughs> Wait until you are alone at night with your haircut, then very slowly close the curtains, ensuring that none of your neighbours are paying close attention. Carefully slide the haircut from your head, and then, using a combination of hammers and knives, put an end to the haircut once and for all. Bury the remains beneath a thick layer of concrete, and when the friend who gave you the haircut comes around, explain that, no, I can't remember that haircut at all. That's weird. Are you sure you gave it to me? I haven't seen it. You must be mistaken. I think it's probably best that we all move on. Maybe let's have afternoon tea on the patio. That's another way you can get rid of a haircut. (laughs) And then, um, finally, um, if you... None of these things work. You can try this one. Just say, oh, that haircut you gave me was really great. But then I got into a fight with a gang of barbers. And after losing quite badly, they forced me to visit their local establishment and pay a reasonable fee for a haircut. And that's what happened to my uh, the haircut you gave me. It's gone. So I liked how two yeah. of them had the phrase slide it into the bin, <laughs> which I thought was going to become a recurring phrase. I mean, know. that's what you do. Just slide it into the bin. It was like, just an oddity I enjoyed. You know, so just pour the haircuts into an office plant when no one's looking. Yes, that's a great one. Mm. That's a great that's suggestion. What I do when I have a bad haircut. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think this one's too bad. I think if I put this one into a... a uh, Slide it into the fondue at a party and watch as the other guests slowly eat your oh, haircut. Now the haircut's theirs. And oh, oh, what are you gonna... <laughs> That's not how haircuts work, Steve. <laughs> you can bury the haircut in the garden and then the next morning you wake up and the haircut's there on the living room table. <laughs> you're like, oh my God, did you dig up the haircut? And like, no. no. Oh my God. Oh, this house is built on an ancient barber's. <laughs> funny because your haircuts are stuck to your head yeah you can't actually start them off <laughs> unless it's a wig um so if you do actually just get a haircut from somebody you love you get just a gotta, wig you just gotta write it out you just gotta write it out and wear a hat but not too often be kind it's nice but i really could do with another i mean i'll keep the wig on i'll keep the thing on but i really could do with some help i heard a great thing about toupees lately <clears throat> which made me rethink toupees um, toupees are like famously bad like oh he's wearing a toupee but it's only because we notice the bad toupees you don't notice the good ones you don't notice the good toupees yeah it's like like literally everyone could be wearing a toupee it's like if you saw a Sony Ibo you think that's a terrible robot dog but who knows what the fucking how many real robot dogs are jumping up why are you bringing out treats right now <laughs> treats because <laughs> that's what robot dogs eat they don't like treats they like treats <laughs> they love why, why are you bringing up Sony Ibos because we were talking about them yesterday we, were, we watched American Gods there's, a, there's, there's a Sony Ibo because the introduction to American Gods which is about like, it's contrasting uh, the worship of technology and the internet versus um, the dogs. old gods. <laughs> dogs, dogs, dogs. Um, <laughs> like dogs. The wind and storms and sex. And to illustrate this, there's like an Ibo in the It's <laughs> so weird. And it's like, it's lame. And it's so fucking lame. There's an astronaut on a crucifix. It's pretty no, cool. one, no one fucking ever worships Ibos, though. No, like, it was a idiot. joke animal. Yeah, no, people in fun. Japan got into them. They had funerals for them when they stopped working and stuff. That's a thing. Because oh. they were so attached to them, there was like, 
they kind of people would actually have like ceremonies to say goodbye to them, which is fucking bananas. They should have repair centers that are like Stephen King's pet cemetery and they come back evil. <laughs> the eyes are red now. Yeah. And also, one way, another way to get rid of your haircut is to push it around in a pram. And when people say that's a lovely haircut, say, thanks, it's not mine, then push the pram down a hill. Mm. <laughs> or step out into traffic with it so it gets hit by a car. Go, oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> it was so nice and you did it for me and now oh no no it's dead I guess next time I'll just go to a salon throw yourself under the person who gave you the haircut's car <laughs> make them feel guilty yeah. yeah shake the haircut really hard <laughs> just slide it off into a bin like sometimes you just gotta be brazen just, just say look I don't like it I'm sliding it into a bin now and then once they see that happen, they'll kind of think about that. God, when you said that, I cut, just realised that cut the, if, cut the cut the shake the, yeah. the haircut. No, I was just gonna, no, I, I was just going to respond to it. Like, I just realised that I can't remember the name of the nanny that shook the baby to death. If I met her on the street and she said hi, I'm bear bear bear, then didn't say you know the nanny that shook the baby to death. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I was talking to a baby killer. It's fine. A super nanny. Super <laughs> I think she becomes so super. Yeah. She's yeah. too strong. Was that like, the whole point? It's spelled S O U P E R. Super nanny. Because she turns the baby's brains to soup. <laughs> oh, God. So we can keep that back in now, yeah? <laughs> no, all of that comes back. No, it's, it said, keep it in. It's all gold. <laughs> super <laughs> nanny. <laughs> Jesus. So that's the end of my feature. Um, oh, what's that? Log. Dog's got a fucking razor shaving. No, let's not be hasty now. You, it's for your own fucking good. Joe, no. We're your friends. This is a podcast about four friends who love each other. Joe's got scissors. Listen, I just don't want to get myself into another awkward hole with a... No, ah, stop it. (laughs) It's an awkward hole, all right. I'll I'll hold him down, boys. (laughs) You shave him nice and neat. (laughs) You you take this. I'll bury my face between his thighs. Okay, the head's done. Let's go downstairs. Oh, oh. I'll chew these off. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Regular features, regular features. What is the feature coming next? Let us see. Health tips. It's summertime and you need to get healthy, boys. Mm. Have you got anything for a sweaty leg? I mentioned that in here. Well, please go on. So welcome to Health Tips, which is uh, where I go through my running regime, which is a single lap around Finsbury Park, formed <laughs> several times until I'm tired and sad. Around a bollard. <laughs> I'm going to tell you... Single lap performed several times. <laughs> I'm going to tell you... Well, that's technically correct. Just <laughs> stupid. Uh, so... I'm going to tell this through the form of an anecdote of one set of circuits and uh, just kind of get you into my mind space. And then uh, at one point, I'll give you a tip about how good it is to run. Oh, wow. I like this. Lap one. <laughs> sorry. Jeez, sorry. I'm sorry. Already. That, that was an H1 <laughs> declaration. I'm not sure I'm ready to start running. My, my gooch still feels quite freshly 
razor. <laughs> well, it's about mm. me. So, H- so stop was, being so big headed. Was H one an HTML joke? Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I didn't get it. <laughs> well, People use Squarespace these days. <laughs> Squarespace they, making beautiful websites quick. <laughs> that is the, the famous catchphrase. <laughs> Are you ready to make your next move? Make your next website. With Squarespace. Offer code. Seeing as we Buxton. are <laughs> We are not sponsored by Squarespace, so I say I did sign up for a short period to try and make a website and it's fucking boring. I'm fucking it's glad. so boring making a website on that fucking pet platform. Also unless Squarespace you're listening and you choose to sponsor us. Then maybe it'll get a little bit more maybe jazzy. We'll change our tune if yeah. you give us a little. Hi, I'm MailChimp. Why not try it? MailChimp. Mailchimp. Because you still Good. have to write the emails. It's hard work and more than it's worth. Oh, I, we oh yeah, tried we did that use... for a bit, didn't we? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's one of the many things we, we tried to do and <laughs> failed slash stopped. We tried to use MailChimp when we were sending the Roger Helmer newsletter, but they have steps in place to prevent people abusing the system Thanks. to send out mail shots as a form of abuse. Classic <laughs> NPR left-wing pinko bullshit. They fucking imp- merchandise themselves as we love chaos, we sell hats for fucking dogs and shit, but we won't let you abuse a political party for your own juvenile ends. Yeah. Oh, fucking grow up. What are you, MailChimp? Grow up, MailChimp. Are you agents of chaos or are you part of the system? Audible can get fucked and all because they Who the ex- fuck are Audible? <laughs> explicitly declined to uh, sponsor us. Because Who wants to listen to a book? Have you ever met anyone that has Audible? Books don't even make a noise. And what? Adam and Eve. I've got a local set shop where I just fucking run around grabbing everything and steal it. It's so much more easy to steal from your local sex shop. The A1 sex shop, the sex shop on the A1, has rebranded... <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It's turned into a. It's turned into a slapstick why, why is Logs spitting up? Logs spat vodka out. He's fallen over on the tiles. <laughs> why did the A1 sex shop, the sex I mean, shop on the A1, make Logs laugh that much? I thought that was very funny as well. But not so funny that I tried to get up, span, caught my legs on some cables, stopped himself from falling over, but then just sort of spat his drink everywhere. If you ever want to make log laugh, clarify something. <laughs> clarify the location of the sex shop. Yes. Some things just get you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm dear. mopping up the, the thing I vomited onto your carpet. <laughs> it's fine, don't worry. People, oh. people vomit on my floor all the time. Hello. The A1 sex shop. Uh, it's really- <laughs> <laughs> He's done it again. <laughs> Stop vomiting on my furniture. I don't, I don't even need the punchline this time. <laughs> there's no punchline. It's rebranded and now it's got an anime girl on the front and it's called something like Cloud Town. Is it actually on the A1? Yeah, there's two of them. But oh, there's there, one of them was called the A1 Sex Shop. But it is on the A1. Yeah. I'm sorry I laughed at it. I didn't realise it wasn't a joke that you made up. <laughs> no, that's real. <laughs> No, I just something I've maybe just been listening to Alan Partridge a bit recently and road jokes really hit me. <laughs> if you could just signal your humour a bit better, Joe, I wouldn't have people spitting on my floor. If you could just realise that you're telling people facts. Just be a bit less funny. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here's the feature. <laughs> your wish is my command. Lap one. I'm slower than I remembered. 
The dog leg that is my running circuit begins not with a welcoming paw, but the stinky canine armpit of an uphill gradient. After 40 steps, I'm already tired and my calves hurt. I begin to look around at the world to my sides, to take my eyes off of the grey strip of path that extends over the hill, but see only others' excellence. That lady's good at tennis. That old man's on a bike. That dad's doing one-handed press-ups in front of all the mums in the public playground. I imagine him getting off with all the mums. And me, at his side, too tired to join in. I've begun to flag emotionally until 1.1 kilometres in, I pass a park bench. A bald man is lying supine across its length, eyes closed, with two friends flanking either end, looking at him with what I can only describe as other person's child has shat itself and it's come out of the leg hole contempt. One friend has his hand to his face. An unspoken sentence of, my supine friend has let me down. What a goon hangs in the air. I immediately feel better about myself. I have no idea how much the exercise the lie-down man has done prior to his clearly annoying nap, but I know that I'm not going to lie down anytime soon, and that makes me feel good. I look at my calves. They look amazing now. All bulgy, like two chilled joints of ham wrapped in hairy baking paper. I'm going to roast these fuckers like a kinetic oven and serve them to the hungry eye-mouths of onlookers. (laughs) Plus, I'm not bald. I run a hand through my hair. Wicked. (laughs) So so far so good, except for the fact I do worry that you described the dog's leg journey as a circuit and dog's legs end in different places. I thought they go, I'm thinking place. of the, just the leg of a dog. Yeah. <laughs> it goes up, it has a shape. Yeah, that's, that, okay, okay. And also, okay. dog's legs don't have paws, they have feet. You don't paw, and, and you've just paused on your run. Is that it's your joke? The four, no, a dog's leg has yeah. a foot. A dog's forearm has a paw. That's ridiculous. They've got four, four paws. So four legs. They don't have four paws. They have feet and paws. They're exactly the same. To all intents and purposes, whoa, dogs have got whoa. four paws. Um, uh, Joe, I hate oh. saying this, but uh, Steve used to actually run a blog about dogs, very which, popular was, which was dog very popular. Blog. It was uh, sponsored by Pedigree Jam. It was kind of a big deal. I wasn't around in those days. What and I'm what happened about. to it? It got fact-checked and shut down by pedigree. Yeah. Snopes ran a damning article about it. Yeah, it's like eight pages. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. and it was, the verdict was false. And by Barbara, pause for thought, Mickelson. <laughs> I love that, that little joke. Uh, down in the It's really good. Yeah. Ah, Snopes. Lap two. <laughs> my newfound self-confidence helps increase my pace. Tired legs now feel well worked. My ragged heartbeat, a cool fun drum. I almost forget about how I sometimes worry that I make the noise of snoring by accident if I let my nose work go to shit. I begin to sweat, fat drops of sweat, that drip onto my legs and blow my shorts waistband. I start to wonder, is this reducing wind drag and leg-to-leg friction? I realise that the more I work, the easier work becomes. Am I the perfect organism? The xenomorph? (laughs) My thoughts are interrupted as I approach that park bench again. Primarily because I can't see the park bench behind a bigger crowd and a gurney. The supine man is still super supine, but now he's on a gurney, and his friends have been joined by two representatives of St. John's Ambulance. I I realised that the man didn't have an angry hand to his flushed cheek earlier, but a worried phone to his useful ear. I mistook concern for contempt, injury for indolence, and falsely fueled my fast, fast feet. I got it all wrong. Now I can't just stop and look, but this suddenly got interesting. I need to do another lap. My pace increases anew. Lap three. This lap is fast, easy even, as I mostly want to get back to that bench and see what's going on and if there's any blood. 
My speed of thought has quickened along with my pace. I feel a fractal satisfaction at the idea that my lap split time is decreasing because I am actually splitting time by running so quickly. <laughs> I am become the minute hand of the clock and the bell tolls for knee. My knee. <laughs> ah, my knee. I smashed it into a bell. My bell end, that is, by means of a hyperextended groin and the erection I still had from that playground parent orgy from before. Speaking of ends, I'm nearly at the end of my lap. The end of my lap is also where my bell end is, I think, hilariously. <laughs> it's park bench time again, and I'm surprised to see the gurney lying on its side. I hear a sobbed, he's gone. I'm startled to realise that it's one of the ambulance workers saying this. Unprofessional. The gurney has tipped grasswoods, and its former occupant is apparently shielded from view from my position on the tarmac. I adjust my gait so that I bounce much higher than usual with each step hoping to see over the gurney lip, pretending it's for my quads by saying, oh, these quads, out loud, but to no avail. I can't see anything. The ambulanceman sobs again. The bald man's friends are still standing grimly faced at each end of the gurney, hands outstretched to one another, but unable to meet in the middle because of cruel distance. The second St. Johnsman is nowhere to be seen. There's ash on the wind. I continue running. Lap four. I feel the light before I see it. Warm light. Wet light. Can light be wet? I'm wet. Wet like thought. Wet like God. I don't feel like I'm running anymore. I feel like the world is running around me, turning me over and over again like pennies in those McDonald's penny droppers for sick people, like the bald man, but going straight ahead forever. The light is concentrated beyond the trees, by the park bench. As I glide towards the where the bench used to be, I realise that the bald man is actually a real angel now, in a dress and everything. My stationary body spins past him at a whirligig pace, and as I approach to see a glimpse of the ambulanceman now sobbing with unnatural delight burn up and join the impossible wind around me as so much dust and empty ambulance clothes. On my next arc towards the bald angel, I see that his friends sit cross-legged at his sides, clutching the spaces in their faces meant for eyes, crying golden light down blistering cheeks. Blind now, they sing, blind as blind can be, for only in darkness will the Lord let us see. I realise it is to the tune of the Lord of the Dance. I'm not blinded, though. I'm wearing sunglasses, which is my top tip for running in the summer. Wear sunglasses. That's a tip. Health tips! <coughs> Fake Fake? What do you mean fake? Didn't happen, did it? Uh, the first two bits did. I ran past a man, he was on a bench, and I felt smug, and the second time he was on a gurney. <laughs> I don't think... That you, actually happened. <laughs> I don't think you should be allowed to say, I am the xenomorph, and then say, a gurney, <laughs> and not expect me to think you're tr leading up to a pun. <laughs> what? This is a gurney weaver. Oh. Oh. It's like, I was like, wave, I'm a gurney waver. Now, <laughs> this is <laughs> waving at a gurney. That's, that's, this is yet more level. proof that none of us should be allowed to write alone. <laughs> <laughs> I went for a walk in, in that self-same park. Mm -hmm. um, not only was it this very weekend. <laughs> Did you see any mad angel shit? Um, no, a, a woman ran past me and then a car Went, sped meet, down meet. the road and I thought this is strange I was listening to the Adam Buxton podcast and I pulled my earphones out to get a better um, you know, grip on what's happening around me a young teenager on a hoverboard they're back I've seen one again this week me. and as I broached the top of the hill where they had all met the car had stopped the door had opened a woman had come out and was stumbling across the road the girl had run past me had 
grabbed her, put her arms around her shoulders to console her because the woman was crying, like screaming, crying, like someone had died or she'd just broken up with someone and was taking it terribly. <laughs> and funny. the boy on the hoverboard was just hoverboarding around them both. I think they were her children and something terrible had happened to her. She'd sped off in her car and they raced after her on foot and board. <laughs> To, um, and they were just orbiting her like a planet. And like he was like orbiting a grief her. Shark. And, like, and he wasn't looking at her. He was like a protective, like, and like, like, a, like a, almost an angelic figure. Mostly angelic because he was hovering. <laughs> Do you have any information? You about guys this? should like, you guys should start like a new podcast, like Serial, but it's like specifically just talking about like the shit sad that things that happens in, in parks. In Finsbury Park. It's, it's insane. Like a, a jogging version of the No Sleep podcast. You are listening to Park. <laughs> The podcast specifically about sad things happening in Finsbury Park. Yeah. This week on Park, we're talking to a tree. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't doubt Joe's story for a moment. <laughs> Thanks, man. I know the capacity of that park. For evil? To evil, yeah. I'm going to say it. Evil things happen Bad in the park. <laughs> my headphones are literally popping off my head. It's because we said evil three times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> it's the influence of Finsbury Park. You are listening to Finsbury. <laughs> good. I, I like a good low energy end. <laughs> That's great. Anything on a high note. We should, we should have stopped with me vomiting at the A1 joke. Need <laughs> <laughs> to put in a jingle at some point. We said build up, build up to a jingle. Here we go. Here we here go. Here we 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 go. Come on. Wait for oh it. Oh my god. Jingle time. Oh, it's jingle. Jingle. Oh, it's it's here we go. Oh, I see it. Oh my god. I like a regular pinchanta. You like a regular pinchanta. Regular regular pinchanta. Malfunction. Malfunction. I've heard that jingle a lot, but still. Really hit me that time. That was great. I really <laughs> felt that one right in the gooch. Oh, thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, we are having a lovely time. And so will you if you come to the live show in Nottingham on July the 7th and 8th. It's the 8th is the live show. 7th is a pre-party for all of you. It's a 250th episode anniversary special it's in crazy. Logs Pub. That's why it's in Nottingham. King William. It's too good for London. It's too good for London. Um, it's it's going to be it's going to be a blowout. And this it's, time it's going to be a celebration of everything regular people. Absolutely. Stand. This time Log has promised he's not going to shout at anyone when he gets tired and stressed. I've got more staff this year, so it's going to be it's going to be just brilliant. Perfect. Log's not Great. going to literally work two jobs at the same time. I'm not. Yes. Going, I'm not going to have to run downstairs after the podcast to beat you lot to the bar. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> and yeah, take a night off. It's going to be great. It's going to be so much fun. Um, how do you buy tickets for that, Log? Go to the Eventbrite page that we'll be posting out to the Patreons first. So for that, you'd need to be a fucking Patreon, won't you? Patreons come for free. Patreons pa- get their money paid back to them at the bar. Yeah. Because uh, we need we need to manage numbers. Yeah, we need to manage yeah. numbers. And we also need to reward our Patreons because, let's face it, you deserve it. How much is it going to cost? It's going to be five pounds. Five pound ticket, and you hand over your ticket when you get to the bar. Five pound off your round. And if you're not a patron, then 
you don't get a free drink. But you're still allowed to come. But you're still allowed to come. <laughs> uh, the Canal Cafe Theatre shows will be returning in August, the uh, the first Monday of August, and then the what month comes after August? September. August, July. Gen- June, May, July. Jennifer. According to received Jennifer. wisdom. Barbara. <laughs> November. Barbara. Spencer. Dogs. They'll be returning after that. And if you... Uh, can't come to either of those shows you can always just go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and support just, us as we always say just bung as a bucker just bung as a bucker what's a bucker to you the famous catchphrase hey? we always say bung as a bucker bung as a bucker I've noticed loads of other podcasts I've listened to have been saying leave a comment on iTunes again they've started saying it again so I feel like we should say it you can say they it say, they say it really makes a difference so I want to tell you readers that it really makes a difference I I don't know if it does. It's an, it's an algorithm that people not say it about, right? to, so but they say it. People say it really like makes a, a difference. Rate and review us on iTunes. Not yeah. any fucking, I'm trying to be even-handed, four-star reviews. Don't be a cunt. Five-star reviews, please. Yeah, don't bother if you're not going to give us five stars. Share us on SoundCloud. Mm. Why don't you put a Tumblr post about us yeah, on, why don't your, you, uh, on your mum's webpage? You can, yeah. <laughs> Pinterest. You can maybe like, include us in your SoundCloud playlist of... Kind of like aesthetic music, just to kind of confuse your friends. Yeah. You know, some little wavy tunes, and then forty minutes of, of of men talking about nonsense. Good boys visit Marrakesh would slot nicely. It would, but unfortunately, mm. we have none of the rights to that radio show. We just listen to it religiously, mm. and now it's done. Fucking hell, man! What, what are we, we listening to now? <sighs> put Philip Glass under anymore. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Good. Bye. Won't somebody tell me where my feature's gone? My regular feature.